Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Stormcast. Um, I'm your host, Folu Storms. This, for me, this, for me, is day 10 since I first developed symptoms after being exposed um, to a confirmed case of the coronavirus. Um, the first few days, or, or the first um, seven or eight days, have been pretty chill. Um, nothing dramatic has happened. I've, I've explained that in the past couple of episodes. Um, but I'm doing this episode and starting again with this disease. It is the coronavirus disease. Um, because I did notice a little bit of development with this disease. Now, a lot of people have been reporting breathing a difficulty, shortness of breath, and that's very characteristic. And as I'd said earlier, I'd not really had that sort of issue. As it has progressed, I have noticed that I was getting a bit short of breath. But day nine, which was yesterday, well, day eight, I started feeling an interesting sensation in my chest where it felt like my lungs had been coughing for a long time, yet I had not been coughing. Um, I put that down and attribute it to the routine and regimen I'd been sticking to and going with every day. Um, and I think that really helped to alleviate a number of the symptoms. On day nine, um, which was yesterday for me, and I'm recording, <laughs> I woke up feeling like friggin' Superman. I woke up feeling really, really good. It was excellent, you know. I opened up everywhere, sat down, recorded another episode, and I kept it very light, talked about different Netflix shows, and again, please go listen to that episode, because I think it's just handy. It's very important to stay away from um, social media, especially, I think. I think you, we really, really have to cut down our social media use to a certain extent in this isolation time. Give yourself times of the day when you're on there, because otherwise, especially because people are quite afraid, there's a lot of fear-mongering, and that will affect your ability to just kind of think straight in this time. So, because I was feeling so good, a friend of mine was talking about wanting to um, stay fit during this period. I was like, oh, I'll send you a couple of workout videos. And, um, you know, because I wanted to exercise my lungs, I was like, oh, let me do a little bit of yoga. Now, the first two or three days of isolation were the first two. I did, like, very gentle um, yoga exercises, but I did go through about 15 minutes of yoga on those days. I would not done any real yoga since then. I think maybe a couple of poses just to alleviate maybe back stress or tension. But, you know, I thought, let me see if I can get through a vinyasa, do a sun salutation, because I felt really, really good. As soon as I did one sun salutation, if you want to know what that is, just Google it. It's a very simple routine, you know. It's like up, down, up, down, or up, down, a couple, like once. <laughs> um, even though I was breathing fine through the yoga poses, which I think is beautiful, and yoga focuses so much on breath, because breath is life. Once I got to the top of the routine... I had to stop because I noticed that my um, heart rate was really accelerated. And then I started, I struggled a little bit to breathe. I don't want to say I was struggling, like, you know, that seems like a big fight. But I did notice that even though I was inhaling and even though it felt like my lungs were filling up, I did not feel like I was getting the right amount of oxygen. And that was um, a worrying, <laughs> that was a worrying feeling. That really was a worrying feeling. Um, and nobody had to tell me twice. I just quietly sat down. You see, the danger of getting through things relatively unscathed or feeling well as you're battling an illness is that you can relent. Because I woke up feeling so good yesterday morning, I didn't um, insist on doing like my constant drinking hot water. I didn't have my bitter cola. I think I'd barely nibbled it. I hadn't really taken my vitamin C. You know, I, I was, I was, I was, I was playing a bit fast and loose there because I thought, oh, I'm over the worst of it. I'm over the worst of it. Um, so I did notice that. Now, also because I, I advise anyone who notices any change in any symptoms to reach out to the authority. So first thing I did is I reached out to Mumsy because she's a doctor. 
I told her that. She was like, okay, please take it easy. And I could hear the concern in her voice straight away. And rightfully so, because breath is life. And anything that's going to limit your ability to draw a breath or to take in that breath is, is scary and it's problematic. The other thing as well I noticed is, um, and then right after calling Mumsy, I then called um, the 08000 Corona hotline. It does work. They do answer. They do listen to you. And they take your information. So once I mentioned that I'd called the week before on the 18th and that I was calling now, um, the 27th, I ex- explained that, you know, I'd been exposed with AMBCAs and that the only reason I was calling is because I had this slight change um, and I just wanted them to be aware of it in case it developed into something a bit more extreme. Um, so he said, listen, he'd escalate it. Um, thanks for calling. Let me know. I said, no problem. So on the one hand, I'm still hoping that I do get tested just for the sake of other people out there who are still hoping that I don't have this thing. Um, but I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> yeah, just just to put that at rest. And also because, you know, it will explain to people that the confirmed numbers don't mean that there aren't more people with this illness this disease is moving and it's moving very fast and very quickly now the other thing that was very interesting to note is that also yesterday a cousin of mine well a family friend slash cousin of mine you know who's in in the uk posted something interesting that indicated to me that maybe she'd also had this virus so i video called her and she said yep that she had it and her symptoms were exactly the same as mine um she was confirmed to have it actually in london Um, But she self-isolated at home as well. Also got through the first few days quite easily. But she also said to me that for her, when the breathing things came, which was a bit rubbish, that those are the last few days. So for me, that's now. She said her day 8, 9, 10, that's when she noticed the breathing difficulties. So for me, I feel like those are the next days in front of me. And I've got to really be aware and really pay attention to my body in this time. Something else that this period is teaching me personally, and I hope it's teaching you, is to trust yourself your intuition your gut is very very powerful from from the beginning excuse me from the beginning i had been very conscious or from the beginning of 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 when it moved into europe i was very conscious of what was going on in the world i remember talking to my friend ali about a couple of months ago and he was already really worried about the virus and i said listen chill first of all the, the important thing to put in the front of your mind and i think this is important for everybody put this in the front of your mind 80% of the people who contract this virus survive it. 80% of the people who contract this virus survive it. Now the question is, how are you going to survive it? How well are you gonna come out of it? And whatever you can do to help your body in that fight um, is important. Rest is so, so, so important. For me, that's been the toughest thing, just getting to sleep and staying asleep for long enough so that my body can do its work. Because when you're sleeping, you're not struggling to breathe, you're not struggling for anything. And your body's just kind of doing what it needs to do. Or that's what I've noticed. That's been my personal experience. Um, I will say that I think a side effect of the bitter cola is that it does have a bit of caffeine in it. So I tried to have it now earlier in the day so that by the end of the day, it's the, the caffeine content isn't keeping me up anymore. This morning, as you can hear, I am mostly breathing fine. Again, I have noticed the reduced quality in my breath. Yes, it is, a, it is a, a reduced quality, but that's just that's just a mark of the disease. I'm doing what it does. That I'm not struggling for breath is a blessing. I do not take that for granted anymore. Because I think before I was, I think I got a bit cocky yesterday. You know, you're like, oh man, what's these? Rona ain't got shit on me. Yeah, I was in that space. I was like, bitch, what? I was ready. You know, before I did the sun salutation, in my mind, I was going to go through a full, like, cardio routine. That's what I was going to do. I know some of you are listening and are like, Fulu, what do you mean? Oh, my God, what are you saying? 
Well, that's the problem for some of us. And, and I think this is definitely a personal issue. When I notice improvement and when I notice progress, I want to jump straight away to the next thing. I want to elevate it to the next thing. And this is a reminder to pay attention to my body, to slow down, to listen, and to have my brain catch up with my body. The human body is a phenomenal machine. My God, the human body is a phenomenal machine. The human body is a phenomenal machine. It is a perfect biofeedback system. Your body will always tell you where there is a problem and will usually give you clues as to how to fix it. So after I noticed that initial shortness of breath, clearly my adrenaline shot up because I got a bit worried. Then I noticed that the back of my throat started closing up. Now when I called the helpline, and I, I know I'm going a bit back and forth because things are, are occurring to me, so I, I'm trying to fill in the gaps here so you have a complete picture of this experience. Um, I remember the guy on the phone, you know, uh, sounded pretty young, but just kind of jotting things down. He was like, oh, it sounds like panic. And because I was talking like this, I was a bit confused. And I think I was, I, was, I was a bit put off. I was like, panic? Do I sound like I'm panicked to you? I'm just really trying to relay exactly what was happening. But I think what he was referring to because he was making medical notes was my body responding in panic. And someone was shared around this horrible video of people struggling for breath. And that's part of what happens. Because you notice all of a sudden that you are not, you don't feel as oxygen enriched as you should with the breaths you're taking, you begin to panic breathe, you begin to hyperventilate, and that's terrible, and that may cause the back of your throat to, to close up, and that could actually send you into respiratory distress. And we've seen people have panic and um, panic attacks. Panic attack and breathing problem together, Pfft, ooh, child, that's not good. So instinctively, I already knew to relax, because I think I mentioned in the previous episodes, and if I didn't forgive me, um, I think maybe the night of day five, or day six or something, I'd already had a similar experience where I felt like the back of my throat was closing up. And in that instance, I was a little bit panicked. And I think I described it to people initially as though, oh, I thought I was just panicking. You know, at that time too, I think um, the, the virus was, was flexing. <laughs> And was affecting my quality of breath but because I noticed that I was really panicking I sat up and I calmed down I was like okay just notice your breath notice your breath notice that when you breathe reduce quality or otherwise you are breathing you are fine ground yourself touch things around you you know get up on your feet plant your feet maybe walk outside and just sit down and be still and allow your body to do its work all right so that's what i went through but because i noticed the shortness of breath it told me several things one as i said trust yourself trust your gut trust your intuition all those responses are I was like okay just slow down don't panic don't do this don't jump to a really really quick action um without paying attention to the clues that your body is giving you it is a perfect biofeedback system it is designed fantastically well the problem often is that as human beings we're trying to use our minds to figure out things that our bodies are already telling us so pay attention i've already spoken about the developing sensations i do want to be tested again for anyone who's listening out there an authority whoever it is i am open to testing but i understand why they can't get to people why they're not testing widely enough because i'm not calling the call center and I'm like oh my god guys i have corona i'm just help me and also because i'm not doing podcasts where i am milking being sick or sounding particularly in distress because it's not good for your mind it's not good for your recovery for any illness for any sickness for any disease your mind has to be fortified. You need to put yourself in the best mental space possible. I'm trying even today to respond less to people. I haven't gone on social media that much. I um, haven't responded to the WhatsApp groups that much this morning. And that's a very important thing so that you can keep yourself 
um, in the best fighting position. I think it's also important to talk to other people that are having a similar experience or maybe having a similar experience um, so that you can see that you can get through this. Talking to my cousin, it was almost kind of a relief. I mean, it was also worrying to know that her breathing things also started late. I was like, fuck, man, this disease is still here. Like, it's still it's trying to kick my ass, even right at the very end. And that's what I think is so dangerous about it. It is insidious. It can feel often like nothing. It'll start off really simple. Oh, I don't feel well. Slight headache or slight this, slight that. But it can escalate really, really quickly. And that's something I'm noticing. I'm noticing the the interesting changes and developments in my body and how my body's responding. But also what is the biggest clue that I am getting well is that I generally overall feel well. I don't really have um, the headaches. I don't have the achy, sick feeling. Um, you know, my fan is blowing constantly. The air conditioner is not good for me, my chest, whatever. That's, that's not going to happen. The warm water is so important. But the most important thing of all the best medicine that you're going to get is sleep. Rest and sleep. Sleep and rest. This is not a time to push yourself. This is not a time to say you're going to spring clean your entire house. Do not do that. Because each time that I noticed a breathing issue, it was, I feel like I personally triggered it. Um, by pushing a bit harder than I should have pushed, um, by turning on the AC, drinking cold water, I've drank cold water once to turn on the AC lights during this various period, and um, those times I was on the brain, it just it allowed, just allowed because it just solidifies my chest got tighter. So don't so don't do it. Having, having a proper ventilated space really makes all the difference for how you even feel. You feel quite breezy. It does help you sleep a little bit better. But um, that's been my experience so far. Uh, that's what today's episode is, or that's what this episode is. I'm, I'm not going to drag it out anymore. As usual, if you have questions, comments, let me know. Please do share this um, as much as you can with people. The coronavirus is survivable. 80% of people do survive it. So far, so good. I'm on day 10, four more days to go. I think till I get to the end of, I think, what the active disease period is. But I, I will still say, stay isolated and, and quarantined away from people because I think it might be a full 22 days before it completely leaves your system. Um, And I don't want to be infectious to other people. So that's that. Um, Until we chat again or I come back again, guys, um, I'm sending you so much love and light by storms.